It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Hailey. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on tonight? Uh, so, my boyfriend recently has been very um, short with me, very um, cold, distant, and I was just wondering if you had any advice on how to um, attempt to get him reconnected to our relationship. So, give me an example of what it was like before and what it is now, things that have changed. Um, mostly, I would say the little things. You know, he was a very, very affectionate person um, through our whole relationship up until recently. You know, when he would enter a room, I would, you know, he would always give me a kiss on the cheek or, you know, a gentle, like, tap on the shoulder. Just, you know, um, just that, that closeness we used to have. And now it's, um, you know, we're, we're living together and we're cohabiting the same space, but there, all of those little things have gone away, and I, I miss it. I see. Uh, how long have you guys been together? Uh, we've been together two years. Okay. The communication, do you think there's an unspoken something that he's upset about or something you are upset about, or is it because of all the pandemic you've seen too much of each other? Do you think there's a, another reason? I mean, nothing has really happened. I wouldn't say, I don't think there's really any conflict. I think perhaps maybe we have been around each other too much um, through yeah. this, this past year. Um, so I'm, I, I just want to figure out how we can get back to our really good place. Well, um, it's important that he realizes this. So you haven't told him that, right? No, I have not yet. I guess I'm just scared. I'm not very good at confrontation, so it's, it's probably my own issue. <laughs> right. Well, um, no, it, it's, uh, everybody's like that a little bit. It's not really a confrontation. It's, it's a conversation. And uh, I'm going to give you a little uh, secret. Um, most men uh, are mo mostly more peaceful after a good meal because they're, you know, they, 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 they're grumpy when they're hungry. So uh, if you want to have a conversation with your man after a good dinner you guys have, then you just, you just reach out and touch his hand. And, and I want to see if he reacts without even a conversation, you know. And then uh -huh. let's see if he brings back the warmth. Uh, if, if he takes away his hand from yours or something, then there is something more to talk about. Maybe you reconnect with him will reconnect you with you. Okay. Okay. And remember okay. that line. It's not against you. Always say, when there is a conflict, confrontation, or anything, start by... This is not against you, but this is how I feel. How do you feel about it and stuff like that? Okay, I can do that. <laughs> All right, Ali, best of luck. You take care now. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, we're going to go help Claire because the man she's dating lost his job and now their relationship has a problem. Next. So I got an interesting uh, Facebook message from Claire um, saying... Bonjour, Simon. The man I'm dating lost his job, and he can't afford to take me out. I've offered to pay for things, and he says he doesn't feel comfortable with that. But I want us to go out, so what do I do now? I'll answer next. So what should you do if you like Claire? Uh, the person you're dating lost uh, their job, and they can't afford to take you out anymore. So you offer to pay things, and actually in the case of Claire, her boyfriend says he doesn't feel comfortable with that, with her paying. She wants them to go out. What should they do? And what should you do if you're in that position? Well, I think that uh, you can talk about it. 
that uh, you know we live in a world of equality where uh, we can all pay for each other. It's not 1950 anymore, or 1970, or 1990. And I think uh, he'll understand. If he doesn't, then you can order, uh, you know, food, whatever food you like, uh, and don't have to go out. Or you can tell him, you know, well, if you don't want to go out, then you know, just wait for me here. I am going to go out with my girlfriends because life goes on, and we're here for uh, rain or shines. Life should not stop when you're in a relationship because one of you lost his job if the other can afford it. Life is short. You have to enjoy. La vie est belle, but short. Cause the next. Bonjour, Brenda. Bonjour, Simon. How are you today? Good. What's going on? How can I help you? This is the problem. I have a wonderful boyfriend. I love him dearly. We've been together for years. And I love romance. I love candles and hot baths and sensual oils and incense and atmosphere. And I I want that every single night, seven nights a week. But Mm -hmm. when he comes home from work, he reads the paper, eats dinner, has the ooh-la-la with me, and then just, you know, there's no romance. There's no um, Mm -hmm. fun, you know, and I want to know what to do. Uh, Was this situation um, from the get-go, the beginning? It's been about five years that we've been together, and it's, it's been from day one. Okay, so if, if from day one you accepted him as he was, right? Yep, that's it. And I wanted so much more, and he's just not into it. And I just, I don't know what to do. I'm hoping you can help me with this problem. How many times have you talked about it with him? Probably seven nights a week afterwards or the morning after. And nothing changes, right? Nothing changes, no. Right. Uh, you have ulala every single night? Every single night. Okay. Do you look forward to the ulala, or it's mostly for him? Uh, well, I would like to look forward to it, but like I said, it just turns into mechanical. So I just, you know, yeah, it is what it uh, is. I guess. Hopefully, you can help. No, I mean, it's you have one one solution to use is you got to go on strike. Um, go on it's, strike. It's, okay. Well, you know, when you want to raise people, go on strike in France. Uh, <laughs> so what I meant by that is that. No more ooh-la-la without romance, right? I mean, because men and women think so differently. It's not against you. It's the way we, us men, think. And so I don't have a magic formula. The only thing he needs to understand is that the way you would like to be loved is this way, and now you know the way he wants to be loved is this way. The compromise is both of you should feel love. So, you know, he has to make a little effort to make you feel the way you want to feel, just like when you give him the ooh-la-la or you have ooh-la-la, you know, he is a happy man. So I think it's time to go on strike of the ooh-la-la. And, um, and you say, listen, um, I want to tell you, I mean, how does that make you feel that we don't have any romance, anything? And then you explain how you feel and we'll see if he understands. If he never does, then you must ask yourself that hard question. Why would I want to spend more time with a man who never romances me and never will? Wow. That's excellent Listen. advice, and I'm going to try that tonight when he gets home. It's very French. The French have been going on strike since the king in 1789. <laughs> uh, every time they want to raise or they want more money, or it's always the same thing. So when you want something, you go on strike. It works usually. Okay. Well, I will, I will do that. Thank you so much, Simon. I appreciate your insight and your suggestion. I think it's a great one. You're most welcome. Thank you, Brenda, for calling, and good luck to you. Have a good night.
So let's talk about really the essential needs of most men and most women and what's the compromise. Next. So my last caller, Brenda, I'm glad she called me, said, you know, I've been with my guy for five years and there's no romance. He comes home, talk a little, dinner, TV, ooh-la-la, night-night. No romance, no essential oils, no bath, no atmosphere, no, you know, no la vie en rose, no la vie en pink. How can I get him to change? Well, before we talk about how we get to change people, we got to understand men and women have a need that are very different in the way of being loved. And I don't think we talk about that enough before people get married, especially. We don't function the same way. Probably 99% of men could do without the romance and just the ulala and be as happy, even, even happier. Most women could really get away with the ulala a lot if they had the romance, the attention, felt heard, felt loved, and seen. So what's the compromise? Next. So you may have noticed yourself or maybe your friends that men and women you know, have a very different way to be loved, different needs. And it's a travesty to think we're the same. We're not. A uh, man needs a lot of ulala, no romance whatsoever. Most, most men don't care about romance after the, the beginning of a few dates. They could do without for the rest of their lives. They don't miss it. Most men don't look at uh, chick flick and so on. And women, um, I would say, love to make love. But first and foremost, love the romance, to be heard, to be seen, to not be objectified. We are so opposite. So what's the compromise? Talk about how that makes you feel so the other person can understand. And it's a little 50-50. But let's never assume that there's a magic formula to make a man becoming like a woman and vice versa in terms of their basic needs. I don't have that formula anyway, so I couldn't help you. So I hope you get my point. Great conversation to have. Call the next. Mina, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Mina. I understand that you uh, start teaching in a new school and then something really good happened. What happened? Uh, I fell in love. I, it was Ooh. one of the most intense, beautiful, and passionate um, connections I've ever had. And mm-hmm. I was at a, um, this was before the pandemic, it, I was at a new school, I was teaching and I, I met another teacher mm-hmm. so you know we would see each other kind of across the room in meetings and and catch each other's eye and then like we just began talking and it just really blossomed into something so beautiful and intense and mm-hmm. and just like those moments when I wasn't you know when you're you're starting to fall for someone and you're not sure if if they love you yet and yeah I don't know it just it just built up really beautifully, and um, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to share that. And no, I like it. What what was the moment when you understood the love was mutual? I think I remember talking to him and walking away, and then I looked back and he was watching me. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's the test. Well said. I I didn't think about that, yeah. but I know it's one of the things. If that happens, whether you're in a street or school. Whether wherever you are, when you're walking away and this person is still looking at you, 
This is a good sign. This is a good sign. Well, I'm glad it happened. Thank you so much for sharing. Two teachers falling in love. It's a classic, but it's still a good one. Mm. You have a good night. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, Simon. Coming up, um, let's go help Billy, who left me a voicemail uh, about a situation he's in. Next. So, um, actually, Billy left me a voicemail. Why don't you take a listen? Hi, Simon. Uh, this is Billy. So, I work with this guy, Freddie, and I'm in a relationship with Amanda. And every time I do the ooh-la-la with Amanda, all I can think about is, Freddie, what should I do? Yeah, uh, that's a good question, um, Billy. What should you do if, uh, while you're having a relationship with a woman, you're thinking about a guy? So we'll talk about that next. So <laughs> Billy left me a voicemail because he's thinking about his male co-worker while he has ooh-la-la with his girlfriend, wonder what to do. Well, I mean, uh, I'm not a shrinker or a therapist or anything, but if you're actually thinking about your co-worker, uh, while you're having ooh-la-la with uh, your girlfriend, seems to me like you'd rather have ooh-la-la with your coworker. But like I said, I'm not a shrink, so uh, I would definitely give that a thought. I would, if that continues, I would, I would, uh, I would ask myself: Do I want to be with a man or do I want to be with a woman, or both? But it's something you got to be honest with yourself. Um, and if you don't want to ask that question alone, go see a therapist. Uh, but uh, it's something to to think about. That's what I would do. Uh, you call the next. Bonjour, Liliane. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Liliane. What's going on? How can I help you? Well, um, my boyfriend doesn't like to say I love you. He told me that he thinks I love you should be only reserved for special occasions or else it loses its meaning. But then he started to tell me he loves me when he knew he did something wrong or I was mad at him. So mm -hmm. now when he tells me he loves me, I get mad at him or I'm anticipating, like, what did you do? And I just kind of don't know what to do. I see. Um, so would you be okay if he didn't use the I love you when you were mad, but just in an important situation? Would, would that be enough, or you would like to hear it more often, no matter what? I would like to hear it more, but I definitely don't want to hear it only in a negative situation. Exactly, exactly. You've explained that to him? Yeah, but it's kind of, we've had it kind of talk in circles, you know, where he he says that that's not true, it's not only negative, or, you know, like, he just thinks that people waste the I love you and that it's used too often. Well, I think it's fine for you to say it as much as you want. I think it's fine for him not to say it as much as, he, as you want to because we are different. Different education, yeah. different parents. For instance, some parents say I love you to their kids all the time or, or very you know, touchy and, and hugging and kissing and some not at all. And mm -hmm. we can expect uh, people to change. They don't. So the compromise is to understand, well, don't use the I love you just when we get mad because I, would, I, would, I, would, I could put myself in your shoes, Lily, and that would be annoying. But I think you're entitled to be yourself and say it as much as you want because that's how you feel and that's what you want to say. But if he doesn't say it as often, I think it's okay too because that's who he is. Okay. Okay, it's kind of accepting each other. Like you both accept each other in the way you are. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Lilian. Well, thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you and have a good night. 
<laughs> Thank you. Hey, um, do you post about your relationship or partner on social media when you're in a relationship or not really? We'll talk about that next. Hey, do you post about your relationship or partner on social media when you are in a relationship? I wanted to know what you thought. So, you know, I go to my social media at Money Radio. 43% of you voted, yes, I do. I post about my relationship with my partner. And 57% said, no, I don't post about my relationship. I, I, I have never done it, never will. Honestly, um, I think it's a good thing if you like it. If you're probably close to my generation age, you won't do as much posting and all this. And uh, it's, it's each their own. But thank you for being with me tonight. Thank you for listening to the show. I know it's late. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.